49ers fans. It's 49ers fangirl Tracy here with SoCali Steph. Hey, Steph, how's it going? I'm doing well, Tracy. How are you? I am good. I am good. Um, we are going to talk about coaching. At the time of this recording, the 49ers have not hired anybody. Uh, but we are going to talk about uh, this coaching search. And uh, it's been a been a rough week in the NFL for coaches, I'll tell you that. Right. It's been a bad week for coaches in general. And, of course, the 49ers, we want to have the best coach in place starting the next season. And it seems like we're kind of in this, you know, limbo. We don't know who's going to be it. And we have had a lot of rumors and a lot of supposed hires, supposed done deals. So it's kind of um, a little stressful for a 49er fan right now. It is really stressful. And I find that um, I go on Twitter and I get a little nervous, which is so silly because I actually don't play for the 49ers. I don't know if you knew that, but I actually don't play for them. And I also am not, shockingly, I have not been interviewed yet as a potential coaching candidate. So I don't know why I get this like nervous pit in my stomach. Um, but I do. And I think we all, I think we probably all feel after the hellish off season and season, like we're so feel so a part of the search and are so invested in who it is. Um, and it has been a kind of a whirlwind couple days. Yeah. And I think it has to do a lot with last season. I mean, we're, we're a little bit, you know, jaded Mm -hmm. because last year was just seems so weird because we had a lot of Interviews with very qualified candidates, and then they ended up just searching, you know, not really doing the search and having someone in mind already. And it looked like they almost had no other options and no leverage, and then they just went with their company man. And I think here, after we've seen the season progress, and even Jed York apologized for the season and saying, Hey, I took a shot, it wasn't the right one, but I thought it was the right one. And then here we are, we just don't want that happen. I don't want to coach by default. I really want the 49ers to be aggressive and be competitive, go after the coach they want to actually think that they can win with that coach. What I'm really fearful of, and you know, poor me, I just, I'm just the cynic in me. I'm scared <laughs> that they're not going to end up with somebody that works in their system the way they want it. So then they just revert to Mangini. And that's something that I fear. But I'm really hopeful that, you know, they do, you know, warrant some other a good option for, a, you know, a coach that's coming up. And I think, uh, I think the, Anybody who came onto the 49ers at this point would definitely have an uphill battle. But at the same time, I think he could probably do better than 5 and 11. So anything's going to be better than what we saw. Yes, I think that that is hopeful. Hopefully, hopefully uh, that is true. But I think, you know, they are interviewing good candidates. They are interviewing, let's go through at least, they've interviewed Hugh Jackson, um, who I think is pretty much everyone's number one, not everyone, but a lot of us. Um, but I should not speak for you. He may not be your number one. Uh, we will get to that in a moment. They've, they've interviewed Chip Kelly. They would like to interview Tom Coughlin, which is interesting. Something I didn't see coming, but I'm sort of intrigued by. Yes. Um, they've interviewed Dirk Cutter. Um, who is the offensive coordinator of Tampa Bay. Uh Apparently they've spoken to Mike Shanahan. And am I missing anybody? Is there anybody else that they've talked to or spoken to that we know of? Not that I can think of. I've been kind of busy today, but 
It could be more, but that's all I know of. I know Sunday they did, you know, meet with Jackson and, you know, the big names I've heard, you know, obviously. And I'm now hearing the whole Coughlin thing, so from the New York Giants. So um, I that's what I'm hearing at this point. Um, I, I Originally I'd heard that Jackson was the favorite going in. Uh, and he may be, I, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to say at this juncture, but, you know, I think he's a hot commodity right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we really don't know what's going on and, you know, it's a business. I mean, I, that's one thing that when I did some work in the NFL is that it's really a business and there's a lot of like, they play chicken a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> in, mm-hmm. in my words. It's like, oh, you're not interested in us? Well, we're going to go interview someone else, and we're going to put this out in the media, and we're going to put this here. And if we're not your first choice, we're going to make you less desirable because we're going to go interview here, here, and here. So it's a lot of chicken, and that's why these things are really hard to call because so much is going on in the negotiation process. Like Even if they're in legitimate negotiations, it they could be so close, but so far away. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily like, I'm not saying that Jackson isn't going to be hired. I really don't know, but I just, you know, this is very typical for the negotiation process unless somebody absolutely wants that job. And I think that Jackson has a lot of options and I think that's being shown. And so I think that's a strong sign that, you know, he will accept it so long as you know the 49ers are going to be competitive right and he's got so it's interesting he's apparently talking a lot to the browns um who at first glance don't seem all that more attractive to me than the 49ers except that they do have both the second and 32nd picks in the draft uh which having two first round draft picks could be interesting to a coach looking to build a team um, that to me, that's the only thing I can see that would make them more attractive. But again, as you said, there's so much going on behind the scenes and so much we don't know. Um, it's just Cleveland. I mean, San Francisco's certainly had some dark days, but Cleveland seems to be the perennial loser. Um, yeah, so, and, and, and I don't mean lose. I don't even mean like, oh, he's a loser, but I mean like they're always losing. Um, they're, they're literally always losing and they've been bad for so long, but you know, they could, They've done some interesting things recently, so they could be interesting. And then, of course, apparently the New York Giants want to talk to you, Jackson, and I could see how that would be a very attractive team as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's, there's so much going on here, and a lot, not a lot of the fans see the behind-the-scenes thing, but what's probably the most likely is if you're Jackson, and fine Jackson, and two companies want me, right? Mm-hmm. My best thing to do is to get them into a bidding war. And I guarantee you Jackson's agent is doing that. He's doing his damnedest to get the most money, Mm -hmm. the best contract for his client, because that's what agents do and that's their job. So you're dealing with a lot of this um, game of chicken. The weird thing I think, and this is something that the 49ers don't typically do is they don't do that. They're not, the type to get into a bidding war, but at this juncture, if Jackson has that true leverage, you know, maybe York will bend a little bit more than usual. And I think that's something that, you know, I think the fans needed at this point, like to pay a little bit extra, maybe more than he's even worth Mm -hmm. because you have to make that up. And if, 
you know, it, 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 I've never seen York as a cheap person that a lot of people have seen or accused him as being. I've never seen that at all out of the Yorks. I think that um, obviously if you can save money, they try to, but I don't think they're against spending the money. I just really think that they want the championship first and then they'll spend the money. So the contract will be pretty savvy, I'm sure. But at this point, if you're Jackson, you don't necessarily have to win it if the Browns are offering you the same amount of money with no guarantees of winning, you know? Right. So there's all kinds of little dynamics here. And um, I think that the 49ers are going to have to start realizing that if they want to be competitive in the NFL, they're going to have to throw some money down and they're going to have to take some risks. And that's something that they haven't really been able to do on a coaching standpoint. Yeah. I mean, besides Jim Harbaugh, but that wasn't really risky. He was wonderful. So he was, he was (laughs) wonderful. He really was. That's a perfect adjective. He was just wonderful. Oh, Jim. Well, (laughs) I know. I guess that time has passed though. I'm not sure any of us will ever get over it. That time has passed. Um, so Chip Kelly is interesting. Well, Chip Kelly is interesting to me. Um, and we talked a little bit about this last week, um, I believe, you know, vis-a-vis Kaepernick, which Hugh Jackson also uh, could be very into Kaepernick because he did want to draft him in 2011. Um, but Chip Kelly is interesting. You know, I still feel like Chip Kelly, the coach, is much more talented and much better than Chip Kelly, the coach slash personnel guy slash let me throw my players in the sure. air and shuffle them, like like juggle them and see who falls. Um, but I don't know. And I don't know how he fits in with that, with the organization. And I don't think the organization could handle firing someone again in two years. Yeah. I think that would cause quite a bit of anxiety for everyone involved. (laughs) Um, and you know, they seem like they're more willing to allow, um, the new head coach to, you know, the process of hiring their people and, you know, all of these, you know, these changes that could be made. So it's kind of like this wait and see game. And I do think that Jackson is the clear favorite ahead of Chip Kelly. I'm not a big fan of Chip Kelly, but I, you know, I, I think he was fired prematurely. I'm not exactly sure what would make him right for the 49ers but I don't think it's it's something that we're gonna see um a decision made right away like I think we can go to Friday probably before we actually see a decision because if they can't get Jackson locked up today which is Monday Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I they're going to be voting on the whole Los Angeles thing. Mm-hmm. You know, all the all the owners. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be preoccupied by that, and then and everyone will be. And so, if they can't get that locked in, I think then we're looking at Thursday, Friday, to see an actual decision if they can land him. What are your thoughts on Tom Coughlin? I like Tom. I think he's. I think he's a good coach, um, and he's won two Super Bowls with a subpar quarterback, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I think it's interesting. I just don't know if 
I don't know. It's just unclear. You know, it's just, it's, I I feel like it's more of a scramble move by the 49ers than Mm -hmm. it is like a legitimate hire that they really think that he has something left in, you know, but if they go with Tom, I feel like they have to be definitely willing to ante up. I mean, he's very high paid, um, very, his other lucrative positions. And I think that, you know, they're not really in this, they're not really sitting in a great leverage situation where they can actually decide, oh, okay, we can get any coach we want. They have to sell themselves too. And mm-hmm. I'm not sure, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. You know, he's 69 years old. He's not known to be a hands-on guy with a quarterback. He's not somebody that, you know, would really think is somebody, you know, at his age to be like a long-term answer. It would be a one, two-year thing. And I'm not sure that's what Jed is trying to get. Um, You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like he's trying to build this empire, this you know oh, no, um, whatever it is he said in that press conference and I don't think Coughlin would be that guy no because I I don't think they want to be, it's kind of like we said about Chip Kelly just different reasoning they don't want to be looking for a coach again in two years Like, and, and I think the franchise and I think the fans and I maybe I'm naive but I think he actually is kind of thinking this way after what went on this year and what the beating that he got like I, he needs to show that he's committed to long-term success for this team. And so I think he does need to hire a coach with long-term potential that like in theory, this is the coach for the future of the 49ers for the foreseeable future. I do think Tom Coughlin is a good coach. I think he would bring with him probably some very talented coordinators and a very talented staff. Um, So I could see if potentially, they were going to hire Coughlin with the idea that he was bringing along a up-and-coming offensive coordinator who would get the job in a couple years. Um, maybe that would be the theory behind it. But I, I think right now they're just interviewing everybody available that's good. But I do think Hugh Jackson is the clear front runner. Yeah, absolutely. And what's interesting about it, in, you know, in my opinion, is that even if they don't get Hugh Jackson, because this is what the 49ers will do, they're going to hire who they're going to hire and say that all along this person was the front runner from the beginning and this is who we wanted and it wasn't Hugh Jackson or whatever you know what I mean? right right of so course I think it's going to be interesting because I can almost like almost project exactly what they're going to do no matter what happens we know that no matter who they hire, I think they're going to say, he's our guy. And I guess that's something that you should do. I just think it'll be interesting because, um, you know, they're kind of transparent, but just not in a good way. So I don't think Chip Kelly is in their plans. I just I just don't. Um, and I think, I don't know. I just think that they had the opportunity to interview Coughlin last week when they were interviewing Kelly. And then they seemed to like hone in on Jackson. Mm -hmm. So if you like Kelly and you want to sign him off, 
you know, he's our B plan, then why would you, you don't have to request an interview for Coughlin. But then it seems like if A and B don't work out, then let's go to Coughlin. And then he's going to be our, you know, you know what I mean? I just can almost see what's happening in advance. So I feel bad for the 49ers, but I just hope that they have the good negotiation skills, the people that, you know, the people skills to get someone in there to sell the 49ers. And maybe they can't. I mean, maybe, you know, the damage has been done, but, you know, we'll see. I do think that, you know, they have a lot of good things going for them, but I just don't know if, you know, Trent Belke is really somebody that, you know, he's an introverted guy. I don't think he's someone that can really, like, spark that relationship. And he probably had his best chance with someone like Jim Harbaugh because he was weird and he was <laughs> eccentric. And so they kind of hit that off. But then they're, you know, they were that worn off. But I think it's just something that, you know, either gels or it doesn't. And I think that that's definitely what they want, but it, sometimes they're not going to get what they want because of how they go about it. Well, and I think that they're going to need, as you said, they're going to really need to ante up because yes. it's going to be, you know, they have a lot, they do have a lot going from this beautiful new stadium. They're in the Bay area. I mean, there's like the lifestyle part of it that is attractive to people, obviously. Um, and they do have a, they have a relatively high draft pick. I mean, there there are things they can sell with the 49ers, but in order, I think to overcome the Harbaugh-Tomsula debacle, they're going to just have to ante up. Yeah. Uh, and basically, I mean, this would never happen, but <laughs> like whoever it is should be like, I would like a guarantee that if I have a winning record for three seasons, you're not going to fire me. Yeah. Because I, I looked I, at you cross-eyed, which is never going to happen. But... Um, but I think that that I think that it's going to be a big part of it for them. I think they've kind of put themselves in a hole because I think they have enough going for them that if the numbers were right, a person could say, "Okay, I'm going to give this a shot." Um, but you know, it's tough. They they are they do have a lot of uncertainty at quarterback. They may or may not have a high enough draft pick to draft us, you know, potential star quarterback. Um, and that's you know, that's something that can be hard for people. And it's attractive to go in a situation where you at least know who your quarterback is and how they're going to perform. Well, yeah. And I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I, my gut on this, and I hate to say it is I feel like it's going to be Eric Mangini. Like, (laughs) that's my gut because I don't think they go about this in the right way. I think they're very like side careful who they say and then they leak to the person that's a national their favorite national writer at the time and then it's just then they don't have any other options and they just go with a total safe no leverage you know candidate just like Jim Tomsula and that and you know what the best predictor of future behavior is your past behavior. So I'm a little worried about the 49ers at this juncture. I just really am. And I do think that they have a tendency to play it safe. I'm hoping, I'm hoping and hoping they don't. <laughs> but, you know, Jackson's a solid candidate, but he's not 
a Jim Harbaugh, like not even close in my, in my viewpoint of coaches. And, you know, I'm not, you know, I, I don't own the 49ers, so I can't, you know, but they had an opportunity to make that work and they should have made that work and they made a mistake and it's clear to everybody, but you know, they're moving forward at this point, but I just don't know if their culture can satisfy getting a coach that they need to win a Super Bowl if this is how they conduct business. If it's Eric Mangini, I just would like to tell you and our <laughs> listeners that if it is announced that Eric Mangini is the coach of the 49ers, I just, you know, just call me uh-huh. because I may have crawled into a ball in the corner and <laughs> hope maybe a call from you will get me to answer. Okay. <laughs> out of my ball. It's funny. Um, Chris Biederman said that on Twitter day, someone asked him about it and he said, Oh, I told SoCali seven oh, yeah. 49ers fangirl this weeks ago. And I was like, Oh my God, he did. And I'm the I fool. That too, which is crazy. I mean, I think everyone thought that would be the obvious choice, but when they said that there was no in-house right. um, people that were going to be candidates for the coaching search, you know, you're like, okay, so you get all excited and it gets your, you know, yeah, yeah, we can do this, 49ers. And then, <laughs> and then you're like, wait, this isn't going as planned, you know? It's it never, it. ever does. And when I saw that, when he's when he said, no, there are no in-house candidates, I was like, oh, phew, not Mangini. No offense, Eric. I'm, no I offense. he's but, great on defense. I think he's a great. Yes, I agree with you. But, but I, yeah, but yeah, I, I totally think he's going to be the next. And they need an offensive coach so badly. But I really... In my opinion, or they need a strong coordinator. I don't know that Eric Mangini um, inspires a really talented up-and-coming offensive coordinator to come to Santa Clara, but maybe he does. What do I know? Well, yeah, and the thing about him is he is, you know, he is a well-known person. He's well-connected, and, you know, maybe he could be that person, and we could all be wrong. But, you know, he's a definitely defense-oriented person, you know, and... That's not necessarily a bad thing as long as he puts the right people in charge. Maybe right. he can. I don't know. And I, I don't know. And I think it's still possible for the 49ers to find a solid coach, even through everything. But it, I just don't know if they've planned this correctly. And I'm a little dismayed by this whole thing. And, I, you know, I think they're basically driving up the stock of Jackson and. They're kind of playing into his agent very well. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, as an attorney and and knowing negotiations, I think um, they basically just gave them their visa card, you know, so the way they handled it. And if you want somebody, you lock them down. When they're still with you, you do not let them leave. Right. And that, that is what concerned me because in my head, I really felt like after the meeting with the 49ers, it would have been a done deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and there would have been something in there. Unless unless Hugh Jackson was like, I really want to explore all of my options. But then I don't know what that means for the meeting. Unless he feels like I want to talk to everybody and I want to know what everybody's offering and what everybody's thinking. And I'm not willing to look at a deal until I make that decision. That being said, he's now talked to everybody. So yeah. And, and, and yeah, you can say that like, it's really easy to say, but when you have figures looking at you and you have a contract ready to be signed and millions, you know, ready to be deposited into your bank account, 
you know, that's something to be said. And I think that it's hot. You make it so good that you, they can't turn it down. Exactly. You did a hundred percent. They should, you are right. There should have so, been an offer on the table that was that so is good. What you want. If you want to win Super Bowls and he's the guy and he's the one you think that you're going to win a Super Bowl, you do not let him leave. I, I, you know, there's all kinds of, you know, things that people could say and maybe this, maybe that. I mean, it's all supposition, but, you know, in business, you know, money talks and mm-hmm. it's hard to go elsewhere if you have what you want. And I guess they didn't offer him what he wanted in my, in my viewpoint or not enough, you know? Well, they, so, they must not have. I mean, because I think you're right. I think it would have been locked up. It should have been. Yeah. That's and, really the one they wanted. And so that is, that concerns me as well. And I've been thinking, I've been thinking about this Eric Mangini thing all day, which is maybe way, maybe going back to the beginning. Maybe that's why I'm getting this pit in my stomach. Right. That's probably why you're all anxiety. <laughs> I'm all anxiety ridden over the 49ers coaching search. I know. It's a bad one. Oh, the Niners. I, I can't even at this point, like it's almost laughable. I just can't stop laughing over every little thing. I'm like, ha uh, you know what I mean? It's just hilarious how they're going about it. And I don't know. It's it's comical to me. <laughs> well, you know what? The 49ers are nothing if not a hoot. And nothing if not a laugh a minute. So I can understand why you're laughing. I think when we went to the game, didn't we start laughing uncontrollably? And it was from just the delirium of it all. And um, that was pretty fun. Yeah. So I think that was it. Well, you know what? We will see. I am very interested to see. I hope by next week's podcast, there is a coach in place um, that everyone is happy with, or at least some of us are happy with. No one's not. Everyone will never be happy with anything unless they brought Harbaugh back. Um, but that's hope- and even then, that's <laughs> true. As you're totally right. Even then, some people would not be happy. So let's hope. We'll hope for next week that we'll be talking about our new head coach of the 49ers. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be an exciting week. And, you know, stay tuned, right? Yep. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll talk to everybody soon. Go Niners! Go 49ers! Yay! All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.